welcome to the Badash Outdoors podcast. Today is a particularly wonderful day because it is the first day of spring. I am finishing up this recording on March the 20th. In just a few hours, the technical spring equinox is uh, shifted, is upon us. Yeah, so first day of spring and we have an exciting podcast today. So you know, as an outdoor person uh, and as a guide, throughout my professional career, I've worked with a lot of different wonderful companies that have supported my business. Uh, and I've worked for them as a brand advocate or a pro staff. One thing that I do get asked about a lot, especially when I attend sports shows and do seminars and events, is, hey, how, how can I get involved and be on a pro staff? You know, how can I, you know, get the attention of, you know, companies and uh, start up these sorts of partnerships too? And I always give the advice uh, the best I can, but really to, to hear it from the horse's mouth, I thought I would get in touch with Kylie Brem, who gets to make some of those decisions in the local area, the Pacific Northwest. And so in just a few moments, you're going to hear me ask all of the good questions. How do you get involved on a pro staff deal? What what the heck is a pro staff? Um, what are the things that you should do, you shouldn't do? Like, what do you get for being a part of a pro staff? And uh, I will say that one resounding thread that you will hear throughout his advice is to provide value uh, each way. So the company provides value to you, you provide value to a company, you get to hear what that partnership looks like kind of on the inside. I have had wonderful experiences with companies that have supported my business and, uh, and, and continue to support me. Um, and, and one of those being Shimano, North America, G. Loomis, Gerber, uh, Bomac. I mean, I could go on and on uh, Western Fishing Operations, WFO Worms, Zilla Bait. I mean, I'm, I'm even afraid to start naming them because I, I don't want to forget a single one. Gamakatsu. I mean, fantastic, fantastic companies. And um, they've really encouraged me to, you know, keep sharing what I'm doing in the outdoors. And they've helped provide me with the, t the best tools to get the job done. And that feels good, especially when you're a guide and you want to have the best materials for your customers or um, you hook a fish of a lifetime and you like feeling confident confident about what you're using. So shout out to those companies. And if you are in the area in the Pacific Northwest, Sportco is having a, having an outdoor event all weekend. So if you do want to talk to Kylie and maybe talk about pro staff things or uh, many other uh, brand representatives should be there too. Head over to Sportco. It's in Fife. You should check them out on Facebook, Sportco. They're a cool company. They're very supportive of a lot of the things that I do. I've done seminars for them. Um, they got a lot of cool cats working for them. So if you're in the area, go check it out this weekend. Um, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and introduce you guys to Kylie. He's always, you know, been a great advocate for me and women in the outdoor industry in general. And if there's one thing Kylie understands really, really well, it's that the future of the sport, the next generation, uh, starts with, with youth and other demographics that aren't the typical ones uh, that you might expect when you think of who a fisherman is. Um, it's not just fishermen, it's fishers, it's women, children, all sorts of things, families, dogs, I mean families. And uh, you'll get to hear a little bit of that too. So enjoy this interview with Kylie Brem. 
Welcome to the Badash Outdoors podcast. Kylie, will you introduce yourself to everybody and tell us where you're recording from? Yeah, my name is Kylie Brem. I am a sales rep in the fishing, hunting, and outdoors um, market. I am currently over in Spokane seeing customers and getting ready for the Bighorn Show in Spokane. Awesome. So uh, you're, you're going to a show, you're setting up for a show. Tell us a little bit more about what you do. Like, what's your job? Oh, man. Sometimes I feel like a fireman where I'm just putting out fires left and right. Uh, but for the, you know, day in, day out, my job is to make sure that uh, sporting goods retailers in my territory have our products uh, on the shelves and they're uh, displayed well for the everyday consumer to go buy. So I call on independent sporting goods retailers, sell them our products so that the end consumer can go buy them. We do a whole awesome. bunch with, with uh, promotions, with shows, with uh, advertising. And every group, every person kind of has their own little way of doing things. Um, and you just kind of mold it into uh, what works well for you. And, uh, and yeah. Very cool. So you mentioned you do this for your whole territory. What is your territory? So I cover Seattle down to Portland and Eastern Washington uh, minus Wenatchee. My counterpart covers Wenatchee um, mostly because his wife loves going there. So they make a little trip out of it. But uh, that's nice. <laughs> it is. Well, family bonding time. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you're doing, you know, this kind of Pacific Northwest region, what kind of fisheries are you involved in? So imagine you're selling things and, you know, helping people keep stocked up, stocked up on things that pertain to the local fisheries. So what would some of those fisheries be? Yeah, I mean, day in, day out, the bread and butter in the Northwest is salmon and steelhead. That holla. makes up, uh, yeah, all it about ash. That makes up, you know, about 80 um, 80 to 90% of our sales. And then the other, you know, 10 to 20% is kind of everything else. It's bass, it's walleye, it's trout, um, perch, uh, tuna, sturgeon, halibut, lingcod, rockfish. But um, us in the Northwest, we are extremely focused on our salmon steelhead fisheries. And we've seen a little bit of a switch, you know, as there have been some opportunity challenges, um, you know, less opportunity closures, that type of thing. Um, people have been switching over to doing a little bit more of the warm water stuff. So bass and walleye. And, and it's not so much that people are not salmon and steelhead fishing anymore. It's just that, you know, hey, it's sunny, 75 degree day. I'm going to go take my drift boat out and I'm going to go try and catch some bass in a local lake. Or uh, I'm going to take the family of going down to you know where go springer fishing at cast lamis if you can't do that this year we're going to head over to the tri-cities and we're going to go walleye fishing um people still want to fish people enjoy their time in the outdoors and we've just seen a, a transition to uh those fisheries where there is more opportunity fantastic and so with your job i know that you get to uh, work with a lot of the people that represent these companies. So you would work with manufacturers and you guys get to pick the the professional staff or the pro staff 
um, for, for the individual companies that you represent. And I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about the pro staff uh, kind of deal. So will you tell us, like, what, what is a pro staff? What is a pro staff person? Yeah, so um, I've actually had this conversation with quite a few different people lately, and um, pro staff, it's just this wide, big umbrella term that, um, that gets used in a whole bunch of different varieties. And, and that's okay in some ways, but in other ways, I think it gives pro staff a bad name. Um, so to me, pro staff isn't, doesn't mean that you're necessarily a guide. Um, there's certainly guides that are you know, pro staffers for companies. Um, it doesn't mean that, um, that you're a professional angler. Uh, pro staff to me means you are promotional staff. So that, ah. uh, yeah, promotional staff. And, uh, and that to me is a giant umbrella in and of itself. So in, in my opinion, um, and here's the, the butter, the, the key of it is a pro staff is somebody that does very good at being an extension of the brand. So they are an extension of the brand in their own social media. They're an extension of the brand at shows. Um, so the, you know, the ideal person in my eyes, when I look for somebody to truly be a pro staffer, is somebody that can help at shows uh, and, and hopefully have some influence, right? So people come to our booth to see this person um, because they carry some clout. Uh, it is somebody that provides media and content, whether it be, you know, short videos, instructional videos, um, you know, product testing videos, and they don't have to be professionally made. It can be, you know, going Facebook live while you're out on the river and you're kind of running through your setup of this is what I'm doing today and highlighting those products and why those products are so important to the fishery that you're doing. Um, it is somebody that carries himself well, that, that, uh, has an excellent reputation out on the river. Um, it's, you know, it's somebody that, that kind of is a jack of all trades. Um, you certainly do a fantastic job, um, as a pro staffer for Shimano and G Loomis, where you're doing videos, you're at shows, you're helping to set up. Um, you know, you're wearing the swag in the, in your photos and videos. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of rambling here, but, but truly it's a person that is an extension of the brand that carries himself well and, um, and can do not just one thing. They don't just take excellent photos. They don't just do seminars. They don't just come to the booth for two days during the sportsman show. They do a little bit of everything. And, and that to me, is um, the value that a pro staffer brings is when they can do a whole bunch of different things, um, that just makes their value go up incrementally in my book. Yeah, and it seems, you know, in my experience as a pro staff and working with other pro staffers, it seems like the expectations for pro staff uh, varies from company to company, um, region to region. I mean, the expectations and, and the results from pro staff are kind of uneven throughout the market. What do you think of that? Would you agree with that? Um, yeah, I think different manufacturers and different reps have different expectations of uh, and different requirements. You know, some 
some companies don't, you know, don't necessarily require a whole lot and Hey, that's their prerogative. That's all good. Um, some require more. Um, and, and I'm personally a, a believer in that, that nobody should get anything for free. So if you're a, an everyday guy, everyday guy, not necessarily a guide, but just, uh, every everyday guy, um, you know, at, at some point you're doing work for this company. Subsequently, you should receive some sort of a discount or free goods for your time. Um, but the key to that is you have to provide that company or that rep with value. Um, if you're just a guy that wants to be on pro staff, but you don't post photos, um, you know, or videos, you're not active on social media. Uh, if you don't do seminars, if you don't, um, help out manufacturers at their booths um, during shows or events. To me, there's no real value that you provide. Um, it's a, it's very much a two-way street, and the best pro staffers work really, really closely with their manufacturers or their local reps, so that um, so that it's a two-way street. I mean, pro staffing, uh, you know, if you can't provide something, you don't have a value and in, in my eyes um you're not you shouldn't be pro staff got it so i mean i know people are dying to know the answer to this and you don't have to answer exactly i mean answer whatever's comfortable but people want to know what you get as a pro staffer people ask me all the time oh do you do you just get everything that you use for free like what do you just get a discount like people really want to know like what 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 is the perk what is in it for them if they are a pro staff and so what so yeah so my question is what do you get if you're a pro staffer you know it really varies by different people uh you know different reps and different manufacturers some people uh pay just in products so hey we're gonna pay you we're gonna give you you know x number of widgets whatever it is that you're selling um uh for your time or some people will you know pay cash that's kind of a um a, a rarity um most pro staff in my opinion like to work for products or they work for discounts and again that there's a couple different levels to that you know various dif discount levels and all that stuff i mean i've done uh, I've worked with a couple of pro staffers where I had them make a video. And so to pay for their time, I gave them a couple rods. Um, and the video was very well done and, and he got something out of it and I got something out of it. And it was a mutual win-win relationship. Um, some people, you know, just come and help out for a day or two at a show and we pay them in product. Um, and that worked well for them. Um, so it, there's no real black and white, hard and fast answer it truly just depends on who you're working with in terms of the rep, in terms of the manufacturer, and again, the value you can provide. If you're just taking photos, um, yeah, you know, we can probably throw you a couple shirts or hats or stickers or something like that. But if you're going above and beyond, um, we tend to go on above and beyond for those. Yeah, people. it sounds like, I mean, a pretty good deal. I mean, you kind of get out of it whatever you put in, and that seems like pretty positive relationship. And I've heard you talk about and, you know, other folks talk about, you know, kind of this sense of 
entitlement that sometimes folks can feel towards, you know, different brands or manufacturers. Um, so I just know, you know, from spending a lot of time with you that every now and then you'll get head up for, you know, okay, can I just have something for free? Tell us a little bit about that and how you handle some of those situations and maybe help like readjust the expectations of people who may feel like that. Yeah. Um, you know, a good way to, I guess, compare it, um, whether you're a guide or whether you're a pro, you know, a pro staffer, just an everyday angler, um, I compare it to like a plumber, right? A plumber as a, that is his profession. He gets a discount on his tools from his, you know, local tool truck guy or whatever. Um, and that's the equivalent of a guide, right? A guide gets a discount on products because it's the tools of their trade. Um, and that is pretty much standard across the board. Um, but, you know, if you, if you want something, you have to be able to provide something. And the people that, you know, say, oh, well, I, you know, I fish a lot and, you know, yada, yada, yada. That's great. Like, and keep doing that. But just because you do that doesn't mean that you provide value. So if, if, um, if you're out in all the tournaments and if you're winning first place and everything, you know, and you're on the water, you know, every single weekend and, and you're constantly winning. Um, that's one thing. But if you're, if you're just a, a guy that goes and fishes in all these different derbies and does this and does that, um, again, there's not anything that you bring to the table for me. Um, I had a discussion with somebody actually yesterday um, about a guide um, that wants to be pro staff. And I said, well, does he do social media? No. Does he do seminars? No. Um, and in that particular area, um, there's not necessarily a whole lot of events going on where I could use them, um, you know, as, as help on at an event. So it's kind of like, what, what value do you provide? Now, this person happens to be a guide, so I can certainly, you know, sign them up on a guide program and guide programs exist across all manufacturers. Um, that's, that's pretty much a given, but it really, it just goes back to the fact that you have to be able to provide something. And if you want something for free, um, you know, with certain manufacturers that exist, but you have to be able to give them something there. There's no such thing as, uh, you know, Oh, you're a pro staffer. You just get everything for free. It doesn't work like that. It's, yeah, there's no such thing as, like, just completely free. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be paying for it um, with, you know, your own sweat equity or your own time or your own effort or energy. Um, free doesn't exist. Got it. So if I'm, let's say, you know, I'm a, I'm a dude in southwest Washington and, you know, I feel like you know, I take great photos and I have a social media account and, you know, I, I want to be more involved in the fishing industry and get involved with pro staff things. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, provide value and, you know, do anything that, you know, I need to do within reason um, to become a part of a pro staff. What's one thing somebody could do right now to maybe move that needle or get closer to that goal? 
That's a great question. Um, and again, I think it kind of varies by different reps and different, you know, manufacturers. Um, but to me, it is, you know, show me what you've done just for the last year, right? Let me see where you're constantly promoting the brand, where you're flying the flag, where you're, where you're already acting as an extension of the brand. And then tell me what you can bring to the table. Um, truly, you know, the, the more you fly the flag for a manufacturer um, or a company, the more value you bring. So, so to me, I guess that, that answer is show me what you've done and tell me what you can do with, um, you know, with some help. So whether that be, you know, hey, I, I really want to make an awesome winter steelheading video and it's going to highlight only your rods um, or only your, you know, products, your widget, whatever it is, um, you know, is there any way you can help me out? And I, to me, I would say, well, you know, where's, show me something you've done before. I'd love to see, you know, kind of what you're capable of and what we're working with. Um, and, you know, if it's good quality work, certainly there's a value to that. And that is where somebody can come do something. Um, just because you're a, a giant brand advocate, um, doesn't necessarily mean that you that you kind of there's a lot of brand advocates out there and that's great and that's fantastic keep believing in that brand and doing what you've been doing um that to me is i guess the biggest thing is show me what you've done tell me what you want to do um and let's figure out a way to make it work so it sounds like it kind of comes down to you know being capable with within whatever part of fishing, hunting, et cetera, that you're doing and the ability to influence. So it's one thing to be an avid angler. It's another thing to be an avid angler that can, you know, communicate that and influence other people um, and that sort of thing. Yeah. And one thing that I'd really recommend is tie in with your local retailer, right? Because when you tie in with a local retailer and you have that manager, that buyer, that owner's ear, and you're saying, you know, you keep constantly found them, hey, you really need to be bringing this in, or, and you're doing seminars at their store, and you're talking about it in your seminars, that's what gets, gets people to buy those products, and at the end of the day, it all comes down to how can you help sell more product as a promotional uh, staff member, so, you know, work with your local retailers, you know, do a seminar, do some videos, take some awesome photos, um, and, you know, it's not just a grip and grin of a dead fish with a hat on. Um, any one of us can go do that with an iPhone. But it's, you know, really think about how you can make that photo stand out amongst the rest of the photos in the, in the you know, Facebook world, so to speak. Yeah, got it. So in your experience so the people that currently pro staff for you will take for example or that you've worked with in the past when you've worked with other brands are you going to them or are they coming to you what does that relationship look like when you know those things are getting started when a pro staff ship is getting started um it really depends you know some people you know they've come to me and other people, I've come to them, um, and, you know, I, 
it really just depends on if it's somebody that's caught my eye, it's because they've, they're already a brand advocate, right? They're taking awesome photos or videos or, or they're doing, you know, whatever it is. Um, and then other people, it's like, Hey, this guy's doing a really good job for this brand. Um, I bet you that if I reach out to him and, and, uh, you know, ask him if he wants to be interested in my brand, um, you know, I know that person is capable of doing it. And again, I can provide them with some stuff knowing that they're going to provide me with killer content, help it shows, seminars, um, you know, Facebook live videos, instructional videos about why you truly need this rod or this reel or this flasher, this flow or whatever it may be. Um, so it, it's pretty organic. I mean, I think it works both ways. Got it. So can you, I mean, give us an example of somebody that kind of fits that mold that you're talking about that you work with in your brands now, just, you know, someone that, you know, someone could pop onto Facebook and be like, Oh, okay. Like this guy. Or yeah. Guy. Yeah. Um, from a, from a rod standpoint, um, Mike Z out in Forks does a, a really good job with St. Croix for us. Um, he takes phenomenal photos. He does Facebook lives. Um, he carries himself very well. I mean, there's not a guy in the world that has a bad thing to say about Mike Z. Um, you know, other people that do fantastic jobs of that outside of my brand, um, Jack and Brandon Glass do seminars all the time. They're doing them at, you know, local retailers. They're doing them at the Puyallup and Portland sportsman shows. They're on Facebook. They're taking photos of fish with the product. Um, and they're telling the end consumer why this product works best. Um, you know, Mark Coleman does a great job with, uh, and his team, his whole team does a great job with Okuma and their products. Um, they, they fly that flag really, really, really well. Um, you do a fantastic job with the Shimano G Loomis with uh, Zilla Bait. Um, I think there's, you know, Cody Herman does a, a really, really good job. Um, Bill Herzog does a, a very, very good job. And there's a whole bunch of other people out there um, that, that really fly the flag for those brands. Uh, extremely well and uh, you know add them on Facebook follow them whatever and just kind of take note there's nothing wrong with saying oh man that's a killer photo um, I'm going to try and take one like that next time or um, wow I really learned a lot from this video so next time you're rigging up rods it can be as simple as hey I'm in the drift boat and I'm getting ready to go you know fish the whatever river and I'm going to just run through how I set my stuff up and you know here's why I'm using this and it works really well because of x y and z um just you know any of those type of videos or content photos um seminars uh are all excellent resources to pe for people to take notes on and really put kind of in their back pocket in terms of things they can do to start providing value or provide better value uh things like that that's awesome. Yeah. And what I've noticed about everyone that you talked about, because I know a lot of those folks and some of them very well, 
those people do things differently. So you're, the people I'm hearing you describe aren't the same sort of person. The This person with X number of Instagram followers taking these pictures and, and things like that. No, Bill Herzog, he is a fantastic writer. He provides a lot of value. He's a hilarious guy. And, and, you know, Cody has a TV show and Jack and Brandon, they're like, the seminar experts like these people are all doing very different things and so I mean what I would encourage to people that are interested in pro staff or you know out there pro staffing is you don't have to fit a mold um, as long as you're you know passionate and you're providing value and you're having a good time you don't have to be exactly this or that there's many ways to you know give your own flair of, in, of influence and that sort of thing and it's important to keep that in mind I know mine is certainly different so yeah, and you can you don't have to be a professional angler or a guide. I mean, when I first kind of started, I brought on um, a a buddy of mine because I know he works hard and he carries himself well and he takes good photos. But he was just a and, and still is just a re- regular everyday guy. Um, a lot of people know him, Nick Berto. I mean, he does a fantastic job. He's always early to events. He is you know doing seminars down at at his uh, the local retailer that he's tied in with, he dresses professionally. He takes phenomenal photos um, and he, uh, you know, helps set up. He's always there for events. Um, and again, he's just a regular everyday guy. He's got a normal, you know, nine to five job, but he, uh, he was already kind of doing those things. And I reached out to him and he brought himself to that kind of next level and, he was a fantastic pro staffer. I wish I still had the opportunity to work with him because when you called him and you asked for something, man, it was done. It was there. Um, he was super reliable and never had to worry about, you know, uh, about what he was going to post or anything like that. He, he's just a super solid everyday guy. Um, another guy that I currently work with, Mike Stallman, he's a regular everyday guy, but he does seminars at his local retailer he's at shows he's at events he's taking photos of the product um and he you know carries himself well um you know just because i mentioned jack and brandon and cody herman and bill herzog doesn't mean that you have to be kind of at that level you just have to um i guess strive to want to get there and and really just bring your own layer your own value to the table and that comes in whatever way you make it yeah I love that so there's no like you have to have 10,000 followers on Instagram sort of nonsense it's not like that at all no not in the slightest I love that so you know you've told us what pro staff is some of the responsibilities some of the perks what makes a good pro staffer Uh, what would you say what do you think the, where do you think pro staff is headed in the future? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to tell because 10 years ago there wasn't a Facebook, there was MySpace and, and there was, you know, iFish and Piscatorial Pursuits and Game Fishing and all these other, uh, internet forums. Uh, I think really it's just staying up with, kind of the times and the technology, um, you know, God, even three years ago, we didn't have portrait mode on our iPhones and now you can take a 
professional looking photo uh, with portrait mode. Um, right. So it, it's, I guess as it stands now, it would be, you know, do Facebook lives, do some videos, um, you know, take an extra second to make that photo just a little bit better, you know, move so that when you're in the boat, the sun is shining on you and that fish not at your back. Um, that's a nice tip. You know, take a, a really good photo of your setup with that fish, you know, a, a, a pro troll flasher with that fish laid down in the bottom of the boat and the sun shining directly on it. Um, you know, stuff like that um, in terms of God, where it's going to go. I mean, shake the magic eight ball. I don't think anybody really knows, but I would just recommend, you know, staying kind of hip to hip to the times and, um, and staying relevant. Seminars will never go away, you know, keep doing seminars. Um, and yeah, I guess that's a, I don't really have a, a solid answer because we don't know what type of new technologies will be out there in, in two, five, 10 years. Um, but just stay up on it. Don't get lost. Don't get dragged behind because the masses are staying up with it and you need to be on the leading edge of that. Yeah. So flexibility is really what I'm hearing there is as new things come along, be willing to be flexible. Don't be stuck in the dark ages. Yeah, absolutely. Pre-Facebook. No. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's so funny. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kylie. If people have questions, how can they get in touch with you? If they, maybe they have questions about, you know, pro staff or something like that, or maybe getting involved with one of your brands, is there a good place that they can reach out to you? Yeah, I would say, you know, stop by and introduce yourself at a, at an event or at the sportsman show. Um, I'll be at the, the sport co fisherman's expo Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday. Um, you know, shoot me a message on Facebook. Um, or if you see me in a store, just run into me and, and certainly happy to answer any questions, help anybody out. Um, especially if you're, uh, a young kid, man, we, we need more and more of those shout out to, uh, Seabass for doing a fantastic job. I mean, the, the kid is, I think 13, 14 years old and he's doing a lot more than most people that are, you know, twice or three times his age. Um, you know, if you're a young kid and want to get involved, um, certainly, you know, follow Seabass and look at some of the stuff he's, he's been doing, but yeah, if you see me around, ask questions, shoot me a message on Facebook, um, stop by and talk to me at an event. I'm certainly happy to help anybody that wants to, to get more involved, find the right avenue for them to do that. I love that. And that sounds like that's the future of, you know, pro staff or even the fishing industry in general, you know, getting the young folks into it. So yeah, young kids, if you're interested in fishing and want to be involved, there's certainly a place for you. And it would say for women too, another really fast growing demographic, everyone's welcome at that, at that table. Without a doubt. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kylie. I know that you've helped a ton of fishermen get involved in the industry and, um, you know, created an opportunity for them to do what they love to do, which is spend time outside and teach people fishing and hunting and other things. So thank you for all that you've contributed. 
uh, to the outdoor industry and uh, enjoy your time over at the shows. Thank you very much. And uh, hopefully I'll see some of you guys this weekend down at SportCo. And uh, hopefully you're all out enjoying some early summer-like weather, going to catch kokanee or catch bass or steelhead or springers or whatever it is. This warm weather should bump up water temperatures and get some fish biting. Yeah, we're excited for that. Awesome. All right. Well, have a good day, Ashley. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Kylie. Bye-bye. Bye. And before we end this podcast, I must dub the King Salmon of the Week. And this week's King Salmon goes to Mike Zavidloff out in Forks. He is a guide. He's been around for years. I don't want to say exactly how many because I don't want him to get mad at me. But he has always, always, always been the person that is happy to share information anytime I call. He's happy to encourage me. And not just me, all sorts of people that are involved in uh, fishing in the Pacific Northwest. He gives a lot of seminars, provides a lot of information for folks. And something else that he's doing is he is involved in his local public safety. So the last time I was out with Mike, he was telling me all about uh, some of the programs that they have out in that area to keep people safe on the rivers. And some of the details he shared with me, I, I was blown away by. Like, for example, if you fall in the river and you're washed away down river, you know, you shouldn't throw your feet down and try to stand up because if you get your foot caught in a rock, you'll, you know, be overtaken by the river and that's a disaster. Um, he said, if you do fall in the river, make sure you float on down until you can safely get to, you know, shore. Just other details like that, that as a river guide, I feel like everyone should have some of that information that might not, you know, be readily available or obvious. Um, so shout out to you, Mike, for contributing to local safety, for being a great role model and advocate for the sport and just being a darn good friend anytime I need you. So you are dubbed King Salmon. All right, folks, that is it for the Badash Outdoor Podcast. Please, if you want to bite on to a little bit more, follow me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And if you have, if you have any questions or uh, things that you want me to address on the podcast, email me, ash at badashfishing.com. And I would love to answer those questions on the podcast. Until next week, enjoy the sun and permission to disembark. Bye-bye.